Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Wildcat Offense Basketball version. I'm Wes Ibarra of Offsea Sport. Um, today we'll be recapping the big win against the Western Michigan Broncos. Though it came in a way that I thought could happen for the Cats. But before we get into that, I want to say thank you to each and every one of you for the likes, the ratings, the reviews, and the overall support for the show and the project. It means a lot to me. It means a lot to the project to keep making content for you guys. Um, again, pass along the show to friends, family, colleagues, anyone who's down to join the Office Sports Talk conversation. I can be found on most podcast platforms at Offsea Sport. That's O-F-F-C-I-E. S-P-O-R-T. Okay, so the Cats are 3-0, which is the great news, right? You always want to start the season strong. I know I've been on record saying in previous episodes that just because we started 1-0, 2-0, it's not always going to be indicative of a good season, but a good start does bring confidence to a program. But it looks like the wins keep on coming for right now. So the Cats are up 3-0, which is great. All three games at home, Binghamton, Dayton, Western Michigan, and all three wins. However, with la- um, I shouldn't say last night, but the win two nights ago does provide something that I did talk about, right? So, uh, before we get into all the numbers and all that good stuff, I did say that the Broncos were going into this contest 0-2 while the Cats were 2-0, right? And this is a team, and by this, I mean the Western Michigan team, is a team that's on a rebuild, right? They only had a single-digit amount of wins the season before, while the Cats are and were a tournament team. Though, as someone who has worked with teams that are at that stage in their era, right, usually you go into every game playing like you got nothing to lose, especially if you're playing a team that is multiple times better than you on paper, so, of course, the odds makers, the predictors, whatever you want to call them, thought that the Broncos were 20-plus point underdogs to the Cats. And I thought the Cats were going to win big as well, right? Uh, when you're on the side of the team that is more talented, more experienced, more cohesive, you would think that that's, they're just going to take care of business because that's what great teams do. So that what's, that's what separates the good from the great, right? That's also what separates playoff teams from championship teams, that they'll beat anyone and everyone at any level. It doesn't matter if they're rebuilding or if they're just as elite, if not better than they are, right? But again, with that experience of working with teams that are on the other side, you go into every game playing like you got nothing to lose. And it looks like that is what happened, right? So the final score was 63 59 in favor of the Wildcats. Though the Cats were up kind of big at the half, 35-28, they did lose the second half, 31-28. So when you play a team like that, that is, you know, hungry for wins and is willing to do whatever they can to get them, of course they're going to play hard and fight and claw their way back. And, um, well, it looks like the Cats had control in the first half. The little... Um, I guess, subconscious fear that I had of them just being a little bit too lax, getting their foot off the gas pedal, or even like not having their foot on full on on the gas pedal from the beginning of the game kind of seeped in, right? So it got to the point where, you know, Western Michigan was able to make a pretty good comeback, but 
it was just short to where um, the Cats could hold on to win. So I'm happy about that kind of win right there. And, you know, let's be clear, not every game is going to be a game where we're going to beat a team by 10. We're going to beat a team by 20, right? Um, as much as I would love for that to happen, uh, that's not the reality of sports, let alone college basketball, right? So I'm still happy, though. I'm still very happy. There's a lot to be pretty um, pretty excited about with this game. Uh, so for the third year in a row, the Cats opened up the season 3-0. and Of course, our usual guys, Boo Boo and Brooks Barnheiser, uh, leading the way in scoring, um, each scoring 20 or more points. Um, I think what really separated the Cats from the Broncos here, and of course the data shows, is that the turnover battle. Cats forced 17 turnovers out of the Broncos, while the Broncos only forced seven out of the Wildcats. So when you have a plus 10 or minus 10, um, and the Cats are the favorite there, that goes to show that the Cats really did a good job of at least taking care of the basketball, uh, despite the game being more or less even throughout the night. Um, it's also the second time this year that they have held their opponent under 65 points. And the season before, they were 20-2 and two when holding their opponents to 65 or lower. So another great defensive showing at the least for the Cats, right? They only gave up 59. So if they could keep up the defensive effort going forward, especially going into conference play against teams that will score, like Purdue, like Michigan even, you know, like Illinois, you know, they're going to be pretty good this year again. And again, that stuff like that is what helps make this team concrete for their immediate and intermediate future. Uh, so I did mention how Barnheiser and Bowie were the ones leading the way scoring. Um, since Barnheiser scored 20, that is a career high. So congratulations to Brooks Barnheiser there. And is the first Wildcat post 20 plus points, seven plus rebounds and three plus steals in a game since Scotty Lindsay did it against Iowa on January 15th, 2017. So it's looking to shape up to be a career year for uh, Brooks Barnheiser. And that's one of the guys that most within the Big Ten basketball community and even the Northwestern basketball community thought that was gonna take a step up. For me, it's him and Ty Berry, right? And um, of course, the latter hasn't done anything crazy yet. There's still plenty of opportunities for him to be that third guy on the Northwestern team to be a problem. So, And so far, Bowie and Brooks Barnheiser has done a great job of being like problem one and problem two for opposing defenses, which is a good thing. I'd rather have two guys than one. So, you know, hopefully, eventually... There's a little bit more togetherness there, and then we can have a big three, potentially by perhaps the halfway point of the year. Um, and Boo Boo, we had 21, so one point better than his uh, teammate there. Uh, and he is now seventh place all-time in three-pointers with 204. So the guy's just shooting the lights out from beyond the arc. And I wouldn't be surprised if he gains maybe one or two more places at the end of the season. So this is supposed to be a big year for him. And right now he is being as advertised. Uh, and fun fact here, Bowie has scored in double digits in 30 of his last 31 games. So fearless leader on the court and consistent scorer on it as well and you're going to need that for the next 
25 26 27 plus more games right i mean i'm not i'm not asking boo booey to score 20 points a night every night right that's not realistic it's not you know it's not feasible and even the number one scorer in the country whoever that may be won't be doing that same with a, a whoever has the potential number one pick in the draft right is not going to be doing that so but if he can still be that presence in the game in any way shape or form right so holding down his starting position and stuff like that then again you know things will still go for the cats you can say that boo boo is that you go we go type of guy so as long as you can keep that up catch and have a problem the rest of the year so now that we're going to go into the box score looks like with Bowie and Barnheiser leading the way for the Cats. So to break those lines down, Boo Bowie, 21 points, 3 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals. Barnheiser, 20 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 block, 3 steals. Um, the next leading scorer was Langborg with 6 points, 1 rebound, 1 assists, 1 block, and 1 steal. So pretty good immediate impact for Langborg to transfer from Princeton. Um, Cats were shooting 23 of 51 from the field, so that's 45.1%, 23.1% from three, so a little iffy there, and 78.6% from the line, 11 out of 14. Not too many opportunities, only 14 of them. So hopefully in the future, if they can get to the line more, that would be great. But for tonight, or should I say Tuesday night, not bad. Not bad at all. And of course, like my... Um, impact player or not impact player but my guy to watch for the year Tiberi five points and zeros all around in 14 minutes of play so need to get him going at some point as far as western michigan seth hubbard led the way with 17 points seven rebounds two assists and one steal titus wright second with nine points six rebounds uh and one block one steal four turnovers and the next is Brandon Muntu with, the, or I'm sorry, Javon Hanna with nine points, four rebounds, one assist, one block coming off the bench. And then the next leading scorer that started the game was Brandon Muntu with eight points, two rebounds, uh, one steal, and one turnover. So, um, pretty even game throughout. I did say in the preview show that, uh, the Cats needed to win the battle in the paint, in which they did, you know, 28 to 22. But I needed that differential to be a little bit higher, especially since I thought that Matthew Nicholson was going to be a matchup nightmare for whoever they put on the floor at the uh, four and five, or should I say five position. Um, but that's okay. Um, with perimeter scoring, all around scoring from both Barnheiser and Boo Booey, that was able to help the Cats prevail. Um, the Mich Western Michigan Broncos had more bench points. So of course you want a complete performance, ideally night in and night out. So, um, luckily the starters were able to do most of the heavy lifting there. Uh, second chance points in favor of Western Michigan, 15 to five. So, mm, I mean, when you're out rebounded like that too 43 to 21 that is going to happen so winning the ball back that is something i've talked about throughout the series here 
right? Um, in basketball, you don't want to give the other team a chance to score. You always want to win the, the ball back after a missed shot, whether it's from them or from you. And Western Michigan did a really good job of that. So hopefully going into the next game, which is the uh, tip-off tournament, uh, starting with the uh, University of Rhode Island, the Cats can shore that up going into that matchup. But it looks like outside of it being an even game for the most part the cats did what they needed to do to win that game so while that is a tough win uh for the cats you can say that if you were pulling for the broncos that was a quote-unquote good loss uh if anything all three of their losses you can argue are good losses while all three of their the wins for the cats were you could say there were two good wins and one tough win so or even one good win and two tough wins right because Binghamton gave him a hard time in game one of the year but I think as long as the Cats can learn from these experiences right it's going to make them more battle tested going into the um, Big Ten season the Big Ten tournament and hopefully the NCAA tournament right because in those in those facets of college basketball right there are always going to be a day when a smaller team will play better than the bigger team Right. And last night showed a very good example of that that early in the year. So good learning experience for the cats. A little bit of a nail biter for fans like you and me. But hey, a win is a win. Right. So there you have it. I'm happy that the cats are three and oh, I'm happy. I hope you guys are, too. Uh, and that is the uh, recap show for today. So hopefully the cats can make it four and oh on Saturday. Uh, 2.30 Central Time against Rhode Island in the tip-off tournament in Uncasville, Connecticut. Um, we'll be previewing that show in a couple days, and we'll also be previewing football. Uh, it is senior day for uh, Wildcat football against Purdue, last home game of the year. Um, it will be an emotional day. It will also be an important day because the Cats are one win away from being bowl eligible with Coach Braun. Um first year at the helm and also congrats to coach abroad for now being named the official head coach of northwestern football so while we are on the basketball show today you want to give a special congratulations to coach braun to be the next official head coach for northwestern football uh, we'll talk about that more in the preview show there but until then once again thank you so much for the support the likes the ratings reviews it means a lot to me it means a lot to the project um feel free to share the show with friends colleagues friend, family members anyone who's down to join a sports talk conversation found on most podcast platforms o-f-f-c-i-e-s-p-o-r-t i will see you next time folks and go cats Bye. <laughs>